today at our small group, we had a great conversation that I wanted to process. Basically, um, my buddy Cartwright drew um, on the whiteboard this diagram with two sides. And on one side, he wrote advocate, and the other side, he wrote accuser. And he said, this, if Jesus is our advocate, who does that make the accuser? And it was this brilliant little demonstration, but it's really rocking my world right now. Because clearly, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Like, that is that is clear from Scripture. And it's also clear that Jesus is the advocate. So, it kind of triggered multiple levels of mind blow for me. But the first one being that I think the church and I think that I myself have put the father God the father on the side of the accuser that I've almost seen him as the accuser of the humanity and Jesus as the advocate against the father not to the father so it's almost like almost like there's a, some kind of division between them and when it's clear in Scripture that, Jesus, like Jesus himself said, if you've seen me, then you've seen the Father. So if you see Jesus and he's the advocate, then the Father must also be our advocate. There's not this split personalities in the Trinity. They are the same. And so it just... So that was one layer. The second layer was that there's so much in this... That I'm gonna, I need to unpack. But the second layer is God. This kind of hit me while I was looking at it. God and the devil, God and Satan, do not share any qualities. Like they are completely separate beings with separate natures. First John one, it says that God is light, and in Him there is no darkness. And Satan is darkness, and there is no light in him. So these are two polar opposite beings with no overlap, which sounds simple and sounds kind of like, duh, yeah, but in my mind, there was a lot of gray area. Like, for example, um, we talked about this today, but like shame a lot of times I've attributed that, like if I did something stupid or whatever, um, or I've sinned or something, like I, I would feel lots of shame and, and attribute that to, well, God must be ashamed of me or God must be mad at me. So I've blurred the lines between the two, the two beings. And it's crazy when you think about the ripple effect of this. The fact that they don't share a single quality. So which side does depression go on? If the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, discipline. Like, where does depression fit in that? And if God defines himself to be all of those good things, then where where do we attribute all of the bad things? Where do we attribute depression and anxiety and fear? Now, there's the the fear is one one that I that I um, I want to unpack later because I haven't gone there yet. But I know that there's the fear of the Lord, but then there's also a there's this like a satanic fear. There's a demonic fear, 
so I don't really know. Um, I want, I haven't, I haven't cheated on that yet, but it's just really mind blowing to me. This dichotomy of light and darkness and, and realizing that every member of the Trinity is on the side of good is on the side of light and there is no darkness in them there's no shifting of shadow there's like the father has never hated you like because hate is on the side is on the evil side um it's a, it's all over first john if you say you love god but you hate even your brother then the love of god is not in you then you are a liar like and that's kind of an intense way to say it, but what he's saying is you can't say that you're on the side of love and also hate. So anyways, just some thoughts for today. Hope you guys enjoy.